Home, where memories are made and forgotten and time stands still if you let it. Where going outside was a one-time thing because you're letting the flies in home. Your peace, your exhale, your soul. Welcome to the Black Librarian Podcast. Welcome to the Black Librarian Podcast out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I am your host at AlienBlacker underscore, and you are now entering episode six. I call this two six in honor of my great city, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Today I have my co-host at Bree McKenzie and my guest. Bo Isaac, you can follow me anywhere at B-A-U-X Isaac. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate everyone for listening to the first five episodes. I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate all the love. You guys are the ones that make it great. Again, if you follow the podcast on iTunes, please subscribe and leave a review. Same with Google Play. Also on SoundCloud, please share and repost and let everyone know about this greatness that you hear, the flavor in your ear. Today, we have our guest, Bo Isaac, and he does lovely music, so I guess we're going to get right into it. I'm going to ask you some amazing questions so we can get to know you, and we'll also get to hear your music as well. One of the things that the Black Librarian is for is for black creative mystics, so I do want to know what makes you a creative mystic. I just love music, and it just kind of just happened to me. Mm-hmm. My life was going in a whole nother trajectory, you know? Mm-hmm. I was in college. I was the atypical, you know, black male <laughs> in college. Describe the atypical yeah, black let's male. Just definitely let's definitely that one because I would like to know exactly what your classification of that would be. My classification? To be, I mean, to be atypical. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was gassing, but... <laughs> He's like, wait, he's like, whoa, whoa. He's like, I didn't expect y'all to, like, attack me. But, no, for the listeners. I mean, basically, I was studying biomedical engineering. Wow. I did a whole bunch of cool shit. You're a blurred. You're a black nerd. No, you're a geek. You're a STEM geek. Oh, Lord. I did a whole bunch of cool shit. I was involved. I was, you know, the the token black guy in all the white places from my university. But I was still, like, involved in black shit, you know. But... Yeah, it was cool. I went to college. Yeah. (laughs) And how did you find uh, music? It just happened. I was like, I was interested in more creative things. And the thing that having like status in college gave me was access and resources to do creative things Mm -hmm. for free. Like, you know, so as I got to explore that side of myself, I was like, oh shit, I I could be a rapper. I can be an artist, you know. I do rap a lot, but I'm not just a rapper, per se. Okay, so if you're not just a rapper, what are you? What would you say you are? And for those listening, we will be playing his music. His music will be appearing in our mix today, and I'll be sure to alert you on it. So what? Um, what is your style? What is your inspiration with music? Who inspired me? Mm-hmm. Um... Musical inspiration, I mean, I'm inspired by a lot of things, but just as a creative, I'm inspired by Michelangelo, mm-hmm. just because he's amazing. Uh, strictly for the sole purpose of like, the scale of greatness that he creates, you know, it's just powerful. Mm-hmm. And if you're an artist, that should be what you shoot for, that should be what you inspire for. Is that, I mean, but sonically, I like Kanye West a lot. 
Yeezy. So your favorite pieces by Michelangelo or from Kanye? Which ones are your favorites? My favorite piece from Kanye West is my beautiful twisted dark fantasy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it tells me a lot yes, about a person. About <laughs> which Kanye work you like. Mm-hmm. Man, that's just, it's just beautiful. Like. And I agree. It is a good piece. What is yours, Bring? My favorite Kanye? Yeah. I'm always a college dropout girl. You like, know, bro. <laughs> you know, <laughs> listen, I love... I love everything easy because it's different emotions of them. Um, contrary to popular, here, I love 808 and Heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. I love, and, and not many people did. Like, that was his, that was. Not many people did. Well, that was when he first started switching up. That's when he was hurt. Um, mm-hmm. that, his mom passed. Amber left. <laughs> when that was Amber? Dark Twisted Fantasy. Dark Twisted Fantasy, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I love that part of Kanye. So, melancholy black boy vibes. That's when he was getting started on those. I like those though because he gave uh, another perspective of music. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it wasn't received initially well, um, but you can see now like the melancholy boys now of today. You know, yeah, not necessarily saying it when Kanye started it, but no, he did. Oh, okay. No, he did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, That's I'm a Yeezy fan. fan. I'm a Yeezy fan, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you disagree, you can tweet me at Black Shows and let me know who do you think started the melancholy boy craze. Um, I'm sh- there are plenty of artists out there, so before you tweet me your answer, think about did they come before Kanye mm-hmm. or after Kanye? What she's saying is think, think. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Uh huh. Yeah, we're gonna do it like this. Uh, just rock with me now. Hey, down feeling alright. Got my edges on tight. It's a party tonight. Uh, feeling good, yeah, I'm feeling polite. And we're moving on, 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 on. Hey, down feeling alright. Got my edges on tight. It's a party tonight. Uh, feeling good, yeah, I'm feeling polite. And we're moving on, 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 on. People like to stay. Definitely sounds like some 808s and heartbreak shit. Like, it does. I like it. What's the title of that song? It's called Tuesday. Tuesday. We will be hearing Tuesday later on. I do like Tuesday. So. 
We will. And you know what? What? I felt like I made a way to our break when I made that shit. Really? Yeah. See? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so so I so that's another thing that inspires you then like um what you go through with your music. Mm, I like to I say this. Your lifestyle is a, is a reflection of your art, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like I like to have congruency because when people look at me I want them to at least be able to generate an idea of who you are. Yeah. And then when they hear me I would like to that to be the same as well. You know, I don't want somebody to hear my music and to look at me and be like, you know. This like, nigga fake. Or to anything. It can be an array of things, you know, it's just mm-hmm. sometimes you have it's so much you're so much more powerful as an artist when everything every layer lines up like Beyonce, I was talking about Beyonce before. Of course we were. It's of course so we great. were. It's so great that Beyonce looks the way she does, sounds the way she does, and the image that she projects and how she postures herself to the world, it all is aligned, you know. Like, mm-hmm. That's like. We well, agree. I, I do. Touch and agree. Yes. Um. <laughs> but uh, I was gonna say something. That's that's very interesting that you feel like you want to have all of your platforms, whether it be like how you look and your your music and everything, to to all come together. I was looking at Ianla because that's like my favorite guilty pleasure. Really? But, <laughs> okay. Let's get on this one. Okay. But what? She had some of these wives do were to come to go and dress as their alternate personas their alternate egos and i was like i don't feel like i have one i feel like i'm a whole lot of different people like already in my life so to think to do something that's the polar opposite i just couldn't think of one do you guys feel like y'all have one Mm, no um like for example like he even said even like beyonce even has one we all know her sasha fierce um but i think we are i think creating an altered ego detaches us more from ourselves mm-hmm. like I, I think the we don't feel that way is because we are uh, we feel ourselves like i'm too busy trying to figure out what this is my, my <laughs> sassy ego is right alongside my calm you know there's not two different people like don't let me bring out even though i'm a gemini you know we have two oh, signs yeah like eight signs Chill. Okay, we're gonna chill on the gyms today. Hey, we're gonna chill on the gyms today. Hey, because, but I don't feel like I have an alter ego. Um, I, I used to try to create one when I was a kid, but it just never felt right. I remember one time I wanted to be Goldie. I wanted to be a rapper. I wore a lot of gold when I was a kid. Like, you know, my mom took it from me because I, I, lost, I lose stuff. So, you know, I still got gold, you know, in mama's care. But um, I used to want to be Goldie. I, I used to want to rap, you know, and it just didn't work. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to be someone else. I used to try to have a nickname, you know, and just try, try to create someone else. Mm-hmm. Nope. Didn't really stick, so. Yeah, it's probably going against everything that was like you. Right, even my name Puda though is not an alter ego, it is who I am. You know, my father gave me that nickname as a kid, so it's not like someone. I, so I understand what At Bo Isaac means when he says, you know, you on all platforms you want to be the same because um, it's easier that way. You, you don't have to, you don't worry about maintaining an image if you're just, you are who you are. So. And that's why I think it's good that your music ex- you know, expresses that. As well. I appreciate that. And that's how you know it's good and genuine when you hear it. You're like, that's why we like Drake. Because we know he goes through stuff and he feels it through the music. 
I have to disagree. I think Drake switches <laughs> up on us a lot. He does, but Drake. Right, human being not switch up though. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. That's the thing that I be hating sometimes. Like, I be talking to labels and shit. Can I curse? Yes. <laughs> I be talking to labels and shit, man. And be like, yo, we want you to do this, 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 and this. Like, nigga, I'm a human being. Uh-huh. Like, one day, like. I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna be, you know, mm-hmm. emotional. I'm gonna try to be suave. I'm gonna try mm-hmm. to finesse. In seven days, I'm gonna be angry. You know, I'm gonna want to talk my shit. Like, in some days, I'm just gonna be, you know, erratic <laughs> and emotional. And it's yeah. okay because it's like, at the end of the day, your life goes on. I agree. Like, that's really what it is. Is in my dead? No. So guess what? It's whatever. <laughs> like, you gonna get whatever I get. So Bree, what's your um? Definition of switch up, then. Mm. It's something I was talking to my friend about with this whole conversation, like alter ego thing or whatever. Okay. It's just saying like all the different parts that are inside of you. Um, Cause she asked me what were my top three that were inside of me. <laughs> wow, you have three? Did you call about or did you try? I just had to sit there and think about like she. I mean, you're gonna have more than three, so she's like your top three. So I was like, well, inside of me, I got the I got the Southern Belle that's in there. I got the homegirl mm-hmm. that's in there or whatever. And then um, the nerd, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's like, it's just different. Mm-hmm. But those are all you, though. Yeah, those are all me. I feel you. I feel you. Let me think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll have time. <laughs> you probably have an alter ego. You just don't recognize it. That's like this. The person that you are at home as opposed to the person that you are in the workplace. As opposed to the woman that you are in your car. As opposed to the woman that you are in a relationship with. And an array of different things. Because you know, mm-hmm. you are a woman with one man is different than you are with another one. We all different right now, so what I'm Exactly. So what I'm saying is, those are your alter egos. Whether you like, man. Whether you call them something different. Yeah, like you have, you know, basically you have dimensions as a person. And that's great. You know? That's amazing. You should have yep. dimensions as a person. Because you that. ever met but somebody that's that, that just that get tiring? No, I'm not tired. Really, I mean, it, it can get tiring, but it's, but it's not tiring when you enjoy. If you are you within those realms, like he said, like when I'm I'm different when I'm with my mom, but that's out of respect and love, and I don't mind being that person. You know what I mean? And I'm different at work, even though sometimes at work it kills us to be who we're supposed to be to keep that job. Like I hate that shit. <laughs> be honest, yo. Kiss like, ass for work. It's like, man, listen. I don't know. I feel like anytime I work with somebody who isn't as intelligent as me, it's a waste of my time. Yes. That happens. <laughs> you gotta have patience with people out here. Everybody's in their different That's true. different parts of their That's journey. So I am I'm, I'm with him on this one and I'm with you on that one too. <laughs> That's so true, but it's still annoying. I understand. Yo, it's I understand. so hard. Cause it's like yo, I have I literally have to play dumb. And then playing dumb can really almost get you fired sometimes because it's like, bro, I really have to like lower because I know how things work because I understand how, how powerful perception is. It is very powerful. And how I am a black man. If I come off as too intelligent, more issues You're a threat. Have, more issues may arise than if I just pacify you and I just have flashes of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like They're like, Oh yeah, good idea. Uh huh. 
Mm-hmm. If I'm consistently, like, consistently, you know, showing you my capability in a work environment where I'm not trying to, you know, politics. Okay. <laughs> and I don't really have the energy to play politics because I don't ever, if, wherever I've worked in recent times, I have not wanted my career to be that and such. Yeah. So it's like, why am I playing this game if I don't want to win? Why I left the retail world. Mm. <laughs> Why I left the retail world. Because I don't want to win here. I just want. I don't. I was just. If getting the check is winning, <coughs> this is your life. Doing. It's not mine. That's the problem. Yeah. You encounter people where this is your life, and respect for that. But no, no respect no for, that, for that because <laughs> I mean, because you're gonna judge me based on my performance here, and it's like, yo. Oh, man. true. There is a life beyond these four walls. Yes. And I had to constantly, constantly remind people of that when you work for a big corporation, a big company, and stuff. Yeah. They want you to get this we mentality. And it took me a while after I left that job. To stop saying we when I talked about that job. Oh wow. No, I'm. I'm you're absolutely right. Though, well, we have we. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Because we only get a portion of that company. It's our salaries and our hourly checks, and I still don't have a portion of that company. I have a portion of what I work so for. <laughs> exactly. Of what I work for. Only a few are able enough to buy into. It yeah, they encourage you to get stock and stuff, but like. And be like, see, we told you. Yeah, like as an employee, like you get this stuff and you do all this stuff too. And I'm down for that, of course, always. You are now listening to Coffee and Cigarettes. How do y'all feel about cigarettes? Black Librarian Podcast. I am your host at Alien Black Girl underscore. I am here with my co-host. Hey, it's Brie McKenzie. And my guest of today. What up, what up, what up? It's the boy Bo Isaac. You can find me anywhere at Bo Isaac, B-A-U-X. Isaac. And this is episode 2-6. Bad Bill. Here's my thing. Have y'all been noticing? Maybe it's just me though, but Maybe because I just tapped into it, but I have noticed, yeah, it's probably just me. I've tapped into, like, the crime rate of Fayetteville, and... What are we looking at today? To, look it up. <laughs> look it up today. Let's um, look it up. I, there's, a, um, there's a group on Facebook. It's like, watch out Cumberland County or something. Or wow, that's Look out. But no, it's like all the cr- people who are being 
charged and everything on there and I didn't realize that it was so much crime going on like it'll be like yes. you'll hear like gunshots like there was something going on at, the, at some place some econolodge on or extended stay on Owen Drive it's crazy and it's been a lot of shootings I go I say all that to say it's been a lot of shootings mm-hmm. and it's been a lot of shootings, and it's been a lot of the opium, opioid issue here. And it's been a lot of... I didn't know it was that bad. <laughs> Let me just say that. But it's not just Fayetteville either that's going through that. the world. Yes. Because of our corrupt president. It makes niggas stressed out. Well, it's not just him. It could be anybody in there. It's just that people... People are stressed out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not excusing any kind of crime or anything like that, but it's really just the state of the world in general. Why? Crime is what makes the world go around just as much as everything else. Why do you say that? I mean... Crime pays in in the worst way, but go ahead. But, but isn't that just money that makes the world go around, not necessarily crime? But crime is a very high generator for money. I do understand that, but... <laughs> <laughs> just because you know it's something that's illegal doesn't mean it's not a crime. You know what I'm saying? That's like, are exactly we talking what I'm about? Saying, so right. you're talking about like moral crime? Yeah, like it's okay. Not, it's not that a lot of the shit that people do to make money sometimes isn't even. I mean, listen, people are doing way worse things that are legal. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just like. Yeah, I think at the same time, like we like to write off a lot of things that are happening by saying things like that. I'm not saying that you're wrong. But at the same time, it's like, it's that nothing is ever going to change type of mentality. And I can't do that because it's like... Do you think nothing's ever going to change? No, I believe things will always change. But I just understand people will always be corrupt as well. Like, to ever ever pacify yourself and be like, yo, human beings are one day we're all going to unite. And no. Right. I feel like as long as everyone's different, there will be conflict. But I yes. think what we can try to do is control or and eliminate, not control, but yeah, control and eliminate the mm-hmm. the corrupt, not the corrupt, but the evilness of it. Okay, maybe the evilness, but people, evilness. Are, people are still going to get finessed at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing that's that that's never going <laughs> oh, yeah. to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're just like crusaders to completely advocate all that is evil. Right. And like we can't, uh, we're not going to be able to do that. We're just humans here on earth. That's not our job. Right. But all we can do is make sure is what we can we're do. not dying because of it. We're not getting shorted and cheated out of. That kids as much getting as shot can. in school. Kids getting shot in school. Yes, yes stuff like that. Yes, but as yes. long as there are differences, there will always be um, conflict. There will always be racism. There will always be these things. But we can definitely try to stop some of this racism. You I, don't, can, I don't think there will always be inequality. There can be racism, but there doesn't always have to be inequality. Truth. That's the thing. Like we can all, you know what? It would be so much more beautiful in the world if black people were equal in a lot of ways because the world could be competitive, way more competitive, probably way more productive as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, white people are afraid of that because realistically they can't compete. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Amen. No, no. <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> I mean, Stay. if you think about culture, if you think about culture, and Sweet. Yeah. what like the world looks like, it's not just black people, it's anybody of color, really, like, I mean, there are things that are generated by white culture as well, but 
the people really like them, you know. Like the the masses really enjoy them. What's something generated do you think about my culture? Um <laughs> what's that shit on TV that it comes on at like three o'clock in the morning and they're selling you like random jewelry or like house. Q B C Uh-huh. <laughs> People love that shit. So you think white people get like, yeah, QVC is their shit. Nah, I know a whole lot of um sisters who are. Yeah, shout out to my grandma. Mine too. Mine too. I mean, yeah, but who do you put them on in that though? No, themselves. Word. Themselves. Commie, not communist. Consumerism. (laughs) It was the commies. No. See, I've been off the shoes lately. Cause I'm at the 
like this is where I feel about life. Like life is a very beautiful thing, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're not doing what you want to do, it kind of sucks. Like, but if you're not working towards it in any way, mm-hmm. it also super duper sucks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, like, yeah, word. <laughs> so it's just like at the end of the day, to me, it's like fuck everything else. The number one priority is to go, and it's like really, like everybody can be like, oh, but what about? Okay, what about my happiness? What about my joy? What about... Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I can sit down. I can be realistic. I can set into a sentiment lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But it's just like... For what? I'm just living to die? True. It's just like, for what? I, don't, I mean, realistically, being responsible is great, but... I was gonna say, like, maybe... <laughs> I know. I was about to ask Bree. I was just about to ask Bree. I was going to let him, you know, have a sentiment because he deserves that. But I was like, maybe, you know, <laughs> you could try at least, you know. No, you can be irresponsible. You have to have your priorities. Like, I'm going to pay my bills and shit like that. I'm just saying, like, outside of that, like, what what the fuck else am I doing? You know, like, why am I not going? Why am I not seeing? Why am I not exploring? Like, you know. You well, only live once, literally. True. Well, explain your creative process to me. Yeah. Um, it varies in different times, in different phases, and what am I trying to accomplish? But basically, I mean, sometimes I'm sitting around, like today or mm-hmm. whatever, and there's things going on in my life. You know how like you're living your day, mm-hmm. and there's just the thing that is going on that's playing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, whatever that's going on, I always find points of references in life metaphors or something that may spur a lyric or I may hear something, whatever. Something inspires something. Bloop, I might write it down. I might just remember it. But lately, I've been on a lot of drugs, so I write it down. <laughs> so I don't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that ain't real for you. Uh, but, yeah. So, outside of that, yeah, so once you write them down, like, where do you go to? I mean, I won't write the whole song down. I never write the whole song down. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm, like, about to sell it to somebody. So do you write it in bits and pieces? Or, like... I'll write, like, a... Hook. How long will it take you to make a song, I think? 45 minutes. Oh, wow. It mm-hmm. takes me 45 days. Right. Well, no, to perfect a song, it may take that long. But okay. to, to lay it down and just... To lay it down and have the layers. To an have, idea in the content? I mean, yeah, you can have it rap. Like, you can have everything rap. You can have all the highlights. You can have it made as a song. But, you know, you still have to, like, find the thing that makes it, you know, glorious. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that takes time. Sometimes you get it immediately. It just depends. But it's still, you know... That's it. I like to write my songs most of the time. The main piece of a song, while I'm making it, I do a, this is how it goes. I make a reference track after I have that initial idea. Mm-hmm. Reference track, go around singing to myself for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Singing in the house, you know. Mm-hmm. Get it comfort for it without the beat, without the instrumental, just know it. Like I know fucking Drake, you know, like, <laughs> just like that. So you get it to that point and then. I go to the studio, 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 and record it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like 80% either way when you do it there. So it's just like if you want to throw it away on SoundCloud, here. 
you know. So you're able to create something and put it out in that way. You're not somebody that can like with me. I be sitting on stuff. I'm I sit. Like, I have stuff right. sitting. You're you're good because yeah, I, I have stuff in my I book made, from years ago. Yeah. Like I just mm-hmm. released a song I wrote three years ago. You know. It was, I wasn't ready and I wasn't and I was going through that stuff so I wasn't trying to have nobody here until I was well over it I mean but everyone's different naturally I don't even think of it like that like I just I just woke like this is really what happened it was just like I started I made a song I was talking to the chick she was on America the next time I was the last season the most recent one she like inspired me to make music or whatever Right, I had made a That's song. a part of your creative process. Those made, were air quotes he was putting He up. did put up air quotes. He I did made, put up air quotes. I had made music before. I had made music before, but like, she just connected me to the first guy who ever makes the song for me, you know? Uh-huh. And I heard how my voice sounded recorded. And I was like, man, what the fuck is this? Like, I played it and I sent it to people and they were like, wow, he sound like way better than like most of these things. This is my first song I ever recorded in my entire life. Yeah. Like, of course, I did it multiple times, but still. Like, it wasn't a strenuous process. So I was like, I might be onto something. Mm-hmm. Envious. Yeah. <laughs> That's really dope you had that, though. I wish that, it's that, pretty dope you had that she was amused. That's nice. Yeah, he tried to play off like she wasn't. Shout right. out to you. Shout out to you, baby. Shout out to Miss America. Shout out to you, girl. <laughs> Shout out to you. You better go out here and this, inspire these black men to create music. Girl, honey. But that's yeah. black girl magic. I wasn't Bo, mm-hmm. I wasn't Bo Isaac back then. Calm down. Like I was, a whole other, I was a whole other artist back then. I it was, is okay. She's still inspired. Did we just talk about like being different people? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We that's just there. Shout out to you, girl. Don't let him shut up, girl. Thank you are an inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh-huh. I wish I was buzzing back then. Oh, you yeah. all. So. Don't we all wish we were? We all think about, like, if I were me then, so many things, but we wouldn't have learned the lessons that we learned. I was just, no, I like, so. I was, if I could be 19. If I could avoid some things, I definitely would. <laughs> if I could avoid some things and learn a lesson and, like, know My it. whole thing was not the opposite. I was avoiding too many things. Oh, like, girl. I was trying to be. I was, trying to be, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, what's okay? You know. Yeah. Well, you, you've had those. You've had those lessons. Me, I stayed in the house, and I guess that's supposed to be wisdom or whatever. But eventually, you, you got to learn. Like you got that FOMO, and then now it's coming out in different areas and different. Times. Either way, like, you gonna learn that lesson. Learning grown folk lessons is like harder than learning like you <laughs> teeny bopper lessons. <laughs> I agree. When you learn how to, them adult ones, you like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> Like, Help hey, me! You know? <laughs> I gotta sit in the sis. I gotta cancel myself for like a whole f- few weeks. I'm out though. When you come back? Mm. I don't know. Then, yeah. You just try to get better every day. Hashtag adulting. Right. This shit sucks. <laughs> Cash K, yo, we smoking that la la la. Man, the niggas so high, can't open my eyes. Uh. 2 a.m. in the field, Jack jump, who that? Oh, this Donnie bout to give me the spill. Them niggas we was beefing with some weeks ago got killed. It's ironic, but I keep the comments to myself. Cause I don't speak on dead men that can't defend themselves. That's a weak trait, and I ain't got the room. True, plus I got my karma coming too. Ooh, shit, we all do. I'm just trying to ball to the coach, give me the call like I'm over my minutes. Time is precious, so I'm piff puffing, trying to slow it down and extend it. Need the dawn popped up at the stool with a half. Now we have bakes sitting here doing the math. One unit. 
to be a move, just work to in the stash I got the gap, so I might as well convert it to cash Always made it back with or without the wholesale price Cop the Alpine white with the smoke tail lights uh, Comfort come first in this life So my feet are either night, Cortez or suede gel lights To keep it a buck, I don't know shit about calabashes I'm too busy checking off goals, chasing a hat trick I ain't look back since the day I dropped my classes In pursuit of this rap shit uh, I just wanna make classics like cognac and going doors Since not one been a vet, I'm the bomb C4 it's the city where love meets war And like a fool I put my heart in it Hoping it would love me more But instead the shit left me lost No stability Left Brooklyn Pit stop in Germany Went down to the Ville Back up to Brooklyn And back down to the Ville Did some time in Charlotte Went back down to the Ville Back up to Brooklyn And back down to the Ville Even did my thing out in Queens But it's crazy as it seems In the middle of me chasing all my dreams I went back down to the Ville Can't stay in one place If it would save my life I gotta move I gotta go I gotta shake them dice Will forever remain nameless I understand that you gotta play the game Until you big enough to change it I'm dangerous I love Fayetteville. I love Fayetteville. I, everywhere I've been in life, like, when people think I'm from there because military brat and stuff like that, I was like, nah, I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Like, because I'll see things like cars, like, all souped up and, like, all, like, irresponsibly high. <laughs> I love it. It's like, not irresponsible. The cars be high as the hair. You know what I mean? I love, that's one of the reasons. That is so everything's cool. high. Crime, hair, cars. Uh, you know what I mean? I just look like on, for 100 being the safest on a crime index, Fayetteville gets a five. Oh <laughs> wait, wait. A hundred being the safest. A hundred is safest. Fayetteville, North Carolina gets what? It's safer than five percent of U.S. cities. <laughs> Shout out wow. to the two six. That's awful. Man, can I be honest? <laughs> That's I'm not surprising. I, I'm leaving. I'm going to Charlotte tomorrow. <laughs> Let's go right, Charlotte. Charlotte. Twenty eight. Let's do that. Charlotte's like twenty eight. That's better. Okay, while she looks that up, tell me one of the reasons why you love Fayetteville. You may and you may have grown weary of it, but you have to your family. family. Your family. Okay. I grew up here. I can have nostalgic memories, you know. Yeah. I can see my growth as a human being. Uh-huh. It's like dope, like, oh shit, I've definitely grown. Like, okay, you know, this is real, you know. Patience is a dope thing if you really think about it. That's what I've learned when I come home. When I'm at home, like Okay, I remember when I was this person and I wanted to be this version of myself. That yeah. we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, so it took me this long? Facts. You know, like, what did I have to do to grow to get to this? Yes. Talk about it. Why do you love Fayetteville? And then you can tell us where Charlotte ranks on the... Oh, it's a gym. Yeah, so, um, I, I am not originally from Fayetteville. I moved here when I was 15, 16. Okay, okay. So, I'm from Wilmington, North Uh Carolina. And when I first moved to Fayetteville, it was like culture shock because there was like so many black people everywhere. Just colored people. <laughs> I'm assuming there's things. not a lot of colored people, colored people, black people. <laughs> no, not many coloreds. Um, no. <laughs> I mean, it's it's black people there, but it's not like how it, it's not diverse whatsoever. Tracking. Yeah. So come here to like 
Fayetteville that looks like the melting pot, you know. Because of the military because and the, the two universities. Yeah. And all the kids are mixed. And, and like, people have money. <laughs> like, black people having money in Wilmington is just, like, really? not really a thing. Like, in Wilmington, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a lot of these towns in a way where when people graduate or they grow up or whatever they leave the city because there's not many things there Wilmington is becoming a tourist tourist town like for rich white people oh yeah so white there's people, a beach there right it's the beach okay so when you drive when you come in in there it's a lot of people that aren't from there anymore that are moving there mm-hmm. and then you just have more restaurants and things there's no jobs but there's more restaurants so if you're gonna work in retail you're gonna work in food go to Wilmington right but like what life is that to unless like you're like a, a manager there? or owner exactly okay. so that's how it is down there everybody's moving out but like in favor it's kind of like that too because it's restaurants and things for the military but at the same time the military is a career for people to be able to have like an enjoyable lifestyle you know true so moving here just the culture shock and seeing all of just the different people that that was great for me because when i moved and i went to douglas bird i was like i'm with my people now (laughs) it was it was totally different so i really like this vibe i came into myself here and yeah i really like it i'm still a very i'm still very much a beach girl at heart but i i felt sweet well, I know we can do this summer. Oh, for sure. Because I haven't been to the beach in some years. Years? So. so, where does Charlotte rank in the safe? So, Fayetteville being number five out of 100, uh, we have Charlotte here who is six. Has a six index. <laughs> I don't think it's uh, <laughs> it's like a countdown or whatever, but it's like their score is a six out of 100. It's safer than 6% of USDs. Where can I go? Where can I live and save? So, where can I go? Wow. Be safe, Fayetteville. Yeah, just be safe, though. Like, be safe, though.
tell me about your natural hair journey. My natural hair journey? Yeah. I mean, to be honest. I'm seeing ice in the pies. <laughs> I was just like, I wanted to rebel. <laughs> I love that black men and boys are rebelling with their hair. Just like black women are. Y'all might not want to think y'all in the um, natural hashtag natural hair movement, but y'all rebelling. I mean, to be honest, y'all need yeah. to use more oil and sh and butter. Y'all need hand. to use things. That's what you need I to use. use. You can't just I grow use. and let it sprout. That's how you start fires. I mean, there's I tutorials for that. I, I know your hair looks lovely. I was about to say like, I'm, like you did your own hair. Like that's dope. <laughs> oh dang! He said I just did it though. <laughs> he didn't. He did, but he, he ain't getting no kudos to whoever. No, I know he got it done. Whoever legs he tapped between got the thing. Done. He ain't giving no women credit today, <laughs> is he? He didn't <laughs> give the muse model. Crazy. I gave my mama credit. What you mean? <laughs> just now gave your mama credit. I always give my mama Shout credit. Shout out to his mom. Nah, but uh, your mom did your hair? No. Oh, <laughs> he still feels. <laughs> What's your zodiac sign? I'm an Aries. <sighs> okay, it's not bad. Your hair. Nah, I rebelled, man. Fuck that shit. Cause nah, I have <laughs> I had my hair cut low forever, like forever, like my entire life. I never did anything different. And I got to college and I was like I grew my hair out or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I I found some new ways to style it and I was like, yo, okay, if I wanna switch it up I can cut it low, but preferably I have it long sometimes. For a long time, I went back and forth, and then I just was like, I wanted to do different shit, like have braids and have my hair and my hair shake when I move my head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's why some people get uh, braids and extra hair anyway to shake you. So how you just want to feel it? Nah, it's just cool. It's just like it's like a crown. It's an extension of who you are, you know. Yeah, I do go. know. We do know. There you so. go. Welcome to the hashtag natural hair. Uh, okay. <laughs> you in there? Y'all in there, man? I don't care what you say. Big on big. Big on big. Big on big. If you have the table and I have the paper, I'll be big on big. If you have the neighbors and I have the acres, I'll be big on big. If I got the chicken when you got the seed, I'll be big on big. If I'm chopping the gas, you're chopping the meat, I'll be big on big. What you talking about? Uh, uh, How you gon' be gon' be? How you gon' stay gon' trip? How you gon' run up the shit? How you gon' do what I did? Nigga don't know how I feel. How you gon' say you was real? Nigga lie say he had a see but we both know that ain't real. Nigga lie about a cut of bill, he ain't touching the know how I feel. Nigga talking about the independent, turn the ring into sick of the deal. Nigga walking around with thirties on them, but they know they ain't ready to kill. All my niggas having cookie bag, back I'm sealed and ready to sell. Eminem in the mail, I done took a lot of L's. Heard you niggas really shell. Going big, well, pulling out V12, picking up a cut of gals. Can't go big on big. We the biggest shit poppin'. Rich nigga, no fossil. And go to a mansion. You have a condo status. Can't go big and bragging. Having real big.
big passion Ever since I was a little boy, yeah, I'm having huncho status Alright, so I Earlier I asked At Bo Isaac To pick out a crystal I have a collection of crystals here And I asked him to pick out Which one spoke to him And he picked Fluorite He picked Fluorite is normally um, a green and purple mixture and sometimes it can be purple dominant and sometimes it can be green dominant this one is a mixture of both it's wrapped so you can't see the other side but it's both half and half green and purple fluorite and some of the properties of fluorite is use fluorite to clear mental fog confusion or conflicting ideas or to quiet worried thoughts and anxiety it is I it is ideal for overcoming any form of disorganization and it's perfect for increasing thought and concentration. Mm -hmm. um, fluoride gives form and structure to energies, ideas, and concepts, stirs creativity, and opens the mind to new possibility. A dream crystal, purple fluorite, which is this one because it's dominant purple, is highly therapeutic for those who are uncomfortable being touched or examined. A great crystal to take or wear during medical tests or keeping calm and remaining objective when weighing options. And it's also known as focus stone. That is fluorite that you picked. You. I don't even want to say some trippy shit, but I had like a couple in my hand and just, I don't know, I felt like, I don't know, it felt warmer or whatever or cool. That's or the one for you. Yeah, exactly. And here, yeah. you can have it. Have it. You can have it. You can like hook it on something, or you can have it. That's dope. Fluorite. That one's for you. Cool. Again, you are listening to the Black Librarian Podcast. This is Alien Black Girl underscore. You are now listening to Tuesday by our guest Bo Isaac. Yeah. I've been going up on a Tuesday, you say what you say I've been going up on a Tuesday, usually I be choosing I've been going all in a day, riding a wave All in a day, lost in the maze, stuck in the waves Count the day, she been away, she been away, so far away Count the days, she been away I've been thriving, I've been shining All in, diving, now perfect timing Never stop striving, never stop grinding Never stop climbing, never stop I've been going up on a Tuesday, you say what you say I've been going up on a Tuesday, usually I be choosing I've been going all in a day, riding away, all in a day Pressure makes diamonds, pressure makes Pressure makes diamonds, pressure makes Under pressure tell if you really fake under pressure, real never break. Pressure mix, pressure mix. Why you pressing me? Why you stressing me? God must be testing me. How you end up next to me? Couldn't picture you cooking up the recipe. 
never stop striving, never stop grinding, never stop climbing, never stop. Like I have songs that I've definitely consciously like put way more effort into structure and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But in reference to this, it was just more like, yo, I know that you can feel exactly how I felt when I made this. Like when you hear my voice, like the transfer promotion is like there, you know. So mm -hmm. I was like, do I really want to make it like a song song, or I just want to leave the feeling? So I just left the feeling. Yeah, I like it. I mean, yeah. technically it's the, the biggest song I've ever had, so. I think a lot of people are going off feeling now. And that's, yeah, which that's, is awesome. I, I guess, like, it is awesome, but I'm just getting far behind because I'm such a technical person. Uh, I'm coming up being, like, classically trained. Oh, God. And, like, yeah. knowing music and uh -huh. stuff. So it's like, all right, I want to hear harmony. I want to hear this and this and this, too. Mm -hmm. And, like, I can vibe out with music, too. Like, I like this. Yeah. Of course I like this. Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like a lot of different artists are, I don't know, Quincy Jones was talking about how the art form was getting lost. Yeah, yeah. Quincy was saying a lot of things. They made him apologize. He didn't mean it, and he shouldn't have apologized. He shouldn't have. <laughs> but, like, I, 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 I feel like, saying like if people can't do both that's what i'm saying so i would love for people to do both is what i'm saying that's the exactly what I'm saying. the Beagles understand the concept a lot of these artists can i be real like a lot of these people who you know be like why do i like their song so much but i hate what they're saying like, why can't i just enjoy <laughs> thank you like there we go why can i enjoy this song so much it's because they understand the mechanics of like yo as i began to like make more music and i understand like yo i went to this thing i went work with this engineer pretty much just gave me like the keys to the castle it's like bro this is the format to making a hit song in modern day music like in reference to the tools that you have mm -hmm. within the studio and what you have to do as the writer like as yeah. well as the vocalist mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay cool put the puzzle together and it's just like I get it now like I can listen to a garbage artist I can be like I get why this feels great like and why yeah. it just goes because they understand the format they formatted the song yeah, in yeah. a way that it doesn't matter what you're saying it's about the sound they found that pocket I guess what I'm ride. saying I think that goes a lot with our generation though like we go a lot off of feelings and not what's being said or not like nobody wants to read nobody wants context nobody wants to do they want to know how this feels right now in the moment. that's why I struggle with making music because of that yeah <laughs> So, I'm just like, all right, you can make me feel something, but not make me feel like shit after, you know? Yeah. I guess the, the goal now is to make music, like, I said, I, hate, I don't even hate to say this. Sometimes some music is so good, like, the Migos, there are some songs that have been constructed so well, like, from the engineer to how they delivered on it to the instrumental. Mm -hmm. You listen to it sometimes and yeah. you just smile. You be like, I Man. listen to culture too. I, I liked it a lot. I'm like, this is great. The way they're able to structure, like, you have ever realized how sometimes they lead takeoff off of something or whatever. That's because people really only want two verses now. For them to be a three-person group, they're mm -hmm. not trying to do that. But the way they were able to still put takeoff on the end of stir fry and still work. <laughs> you know? Oh. <laughs> but, like, it's, yeah, they should not leave take. I agree with the fact that Takeoff was like, before they really got big, he was the best Migo, as they were saying. But not anymore. Not anymore. Technically, Offset is the best. Technically, Offset is the best one. You think about what he does 
because he has the most balance, the most versatility. But Quavo definitely has the best sound, like the best sound on his voice. I think he's got so, the best, yeah, the best star power on there. Yeah, like, I've always said Quavo was Beyonce <laughs> on oh, the track. <laughs> again, I'm remaining quiet because I can't, I don't know. So. Okay. <laughs> um, let me know um, at Twitter, Black Shelves, who's the best Migos um, and why? Because I don't know. I have no clue. I'm just got put on Migos a couple years ago, so. They made me smile. And not consistently. So. I enjoy them, though. I enjoy them. So. I do. I do. I don't, it's something different that they do. It's something that they get that everybody else is trying to emulate that they just really can They just understand. Them. They understand how to make a song, but they get it. And they have, they have the energy they have the charisma like people don't understand D- delivering in the studio is way different than even writing you could write a good song but to perform a good song all the layers of it like mm-hmm. they also rap on topic that's something that i cannot stand like rick ross used to do that shit all the time you put rick ross on the track and he's not talking about anything that the song is about <laughs> <laughs> it just goes along to be a like long list of accomplishments and thoughts and things and that's what a lot of these people are doing like okay so what is this song actually about not shit right so (laughs) but it's rap a lot of these songs have always been not about nothing true sometimes it don't have to be I mean sometimes it don't don't always gotta be about something like we can't we put music yeah I understand but but what I'm saying is like that can't shouldn't be um, what I'm saying is like of course, you still want that because you don't want to be thinking when you're trying to like be in a club or like that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, mix it up. What I'm saying is not everybody has to do that, and it's becoming like diluted with that shit. It's only becoming diluted like that because we don't seek music from other art forms and other areas. We just rely slowly on mainstream, and we don't dig deep, so we we get. Because we just want to feel, just like we said, just want to feel for that We don't want to think about it. We don't want to think about it. <laughs> we don't. I just want more from you niggas. <laughs> and you women. Oh, I meant everybody inclusively. Everybody. Oh, uh, all these words are definitely unisex. And don't discriminate. The world doesn't want more right now. The world wants, labels want what's hot and fast because it's making a lot of money. True, and we all know this, so we have an, an an option to go toward it or not. Sometimes going toward it for people is easiest. So. Because on the radio, you can't escape it. I very rarely listen to the radio. Like I was about to say, um, hit us up if you listen to the radio still and why. Yeah, because if you say like you like to listen to your morning shows and things like that, I get that. But yeah. I listen to my morning shows through podcasts. Um, they still come on, so. Why do you still listen to the radio? Especially, it'd be different if you still like to listen to the radio. Like, you like the top, whatever. But if you complain that there's no good music on the radio, why are you still listening? There are other avenues. Especially, like, I really want to hear from the people that call into the radio. I've always been fascinated by those people. Yeah. Because they're always proactive. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to know. Tweet me, at Black Shelves. Um, you are now listening to Troop by Toby Lou. So I had a little bit of the issues The blunt kept saying I could fix you I could fix you So I hit it like woo 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 
You know how the kids do When I'm in my truth Turn up on you when I'm in my truth yeah. Ali Ali yo when I'm in my truth When I'm in my truth Okay, so what's your mantra? There what you go. Mantra? Yeah, what's your mantra? Okay, it used to be something very short and sweet, but now it basically encapsulates what I was just saying. Like, yeah. You know, if it doesn't kill me, like, you know, the, the worst thing that can happen to you is guaranteed to happen, which is death. So I guess that is the short. The worst thing that can happen to you is guaranteed to happen. Like, you can okay. die. So like, there's no way around it. Like, the worst okay. thing that happens is yo, I'm not gonna be here. So it's like, if it's anything less than that, yo. I'm Gucci, like, okay, <laughs> yeah. it's like, at the end of the day, once you remove the fear of death, like, it's like, you know, and I think that's what, like, stopped me so much, of, so many damn things when I was young, like, mm-hmm. I used to be like, dang, I could not, like, I used to be so afraid of death, like, I would not do things, you know, mm-hmm. but as a human being now, it's just like, I could really die, like, doing anything, like, I see it happen, like, you can go to sleep and die, I can see happenstances, like, circumstances where, like, Seconds, minutes, moments prevented me from like being in a situation where I could possibly die. You know, it's just like, you know what? And you could, re- you were, even if you rehash your thinking in a moment, you're like, yo, I really almost was really caught up in some shit. Yeah, sometimes you can, you have to remove yourself from those thoughts because you can go there. You're like, oh, yes, I am back. Wow, self, you went there today. That happens. Uh-huh. So it's just like, you know, you gotta be thankful of the breath but also be conscious like it's like i mean if i'm not doing anything powerful it's like it's a waste that's basically it okay thank you i like that you said two things you said the worst that can happen to you is death or it's going to happen worst that can happen to you is going to happen and you said if i'm not doing anything last thing you said i'm not doing anything positive yeah it's wasteland yeah it's like you can have a bad week. Like I used to be so captivated in small moments, you know, like not understanding time. And be like, I would hate to feel bad for like a day because it would just suck, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like sometimes you gotta embrace the sucking and like, what is it good to grow, you know? And it's like once you do that shit, you be like, cool. You gotta realize that yo, this is not forever. Like yeah. once you realize like things, things have to happen. Like 
you can never ever ever expect it to be perfect. Even once you accomplish your goal, whatever your goal is, the maintaining the maintenance of your goal may not be as amazing as the accomplishment of it. So it's just like there's still pain that has to be put through. Like that's just life. Like Stay woke. I haven't said stay woke all episode. <laughs> stay woke. Welcome back. This is the Black Librarian Podcast. I am your host at Alien Black Girl underscore, and we are out of Fayetteville, North Carolina, representing hey. two cents. My last question for you, Mr. At Bo Isaac, is why are you proud to be black? Why are you proud? Wakanda. Are you proud? I Black is so amazing because there's so many different varieties of it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, my skin is black, you know? Mm-hmm. But where I come from, what my culture is, what my background is, mm-hmm. can be so different than someone else who has the mm-hmm. exact same complexion as mine, you know? And I think that's so amazing. I mean, it definitely refers to a lot of other people, but black people are just so dope. Like, <laughs> we just have so many different dimensions, and we are culture. Like, we are we the creative are. force on earth as a lot. You know, maybe there was another time where the creator, you know what, no, because I heard that Shakespeare was stealing shit from fucking a black woman, you know, so, yeah, (laughs) we always been the shit, so, (laughs) let us do our thing. If black people ran the world, Uh, a lot of things would be better. Yeah. (laughs) And we would be legal. (laughs) Everywhere. Off rip. On that note, thank you for listening to the Black Librarian Podcast. I am your host at Alien Black Girl underscore. Thank you to my lovely co-host. At Brie McKenzie, B-R-I-M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E. And my guest. Bo Isaac, <laughs> B-A-U-X Isaac. And if you like what you heard, please give me a rating and review on iTunes. You can favorite it. You can subscribe. You can leave your comments. And on Google Play as well. On SoundCloud, please like it and share it. And let everybody know what's up. I am at AlienBlackGirl underscore. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow the podcast at Black Shows. Y'all have a great week and stay woke. Stay black. Stay black, stay beautiful. Yo. The realizations of a troubled soul. Not believing yourself more than other people do. Breathe. Realized it all later. Problems of a dying breed. I pray often that I never meet my enemies. See, I keep silent because I don't want to awake this beast hidden inside. Executed this thing once and it's not willing to die. I harbor way too many issues inside. I hear my spirit gives off this warm glow. I don't feel it inside. I'm getting dragged, life chose to drive. I smoke to heal my soul, it clouds the path to where this demon lies Ready stance, blades in my hand, no connection to N-word Words deadly like that venom from an Arbok backwards Less trusted, play the part where I detected they actors The correct lie can leave your whole heart in a rapture No ride, they not feeling it Give them something to prove you spit Making sure that my spirit lit I'ma think that's ridiculous Old friends from the past, the reason my back sits Rotated to give them soul and they would stab my shit I realize. On occasion you can 
on the inside And I don't need a soul alive to tell me that I'm a king This darkness made me feel something that I'm not But shit, I'm holding on to everything that I've got You can't doubt me in my motherfucking trout You know why? Cause I'm a king Spirit talking when I'm barely even speaking Remain the same, these people change like they reason Seen them all leave when I was bleeding Overcame cause I'm a king God got me on every step that I'm trying to take Most people receive the love and won't reciprocate This tarnished soul restored his faith I feel inside's a king Awoken in me Awoken is a K-I-N-G Awoken in me Royalty Well What can I say? Guys, you the best, the best, the best, the best, the best, the best, the best.